Welcome to Ballers with Babies. I'm Mark Willard. Today we know so much about what athletes and sports personalities do, but not so much about who they are, what makes them tick. What's life like the moment the stadiums and TV cameras go dark? Most go home to their families. We want to know what that after-hours experience is like. Ballers with Babies explores their upbringing, their home life, how it's affected by their high-profile job, and how that high-profile job is affected by the home life. On Ballers with Babies, we talk to some of the most interesting names in sports and find out how they're even more interesting than we realized. And don't worry, diehard fan, we'll get to the important sports questions as well. This is your favorite people like you've never heard them before. I hope you enjoy. Okay, Ballers with Babies, let's get Melissa Jacobs in here. You may know her as the football girl, which is a phenomenal nickname to have. I, I want to start with this, Melissa. Just just tell me about being a mom who works, because my perception are, uh, <laughs> is that that that, that you and, and others like you they they make the world go round. Yes, aren't, we're kind of the norm now, aren't we? Well, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> becoming more so. Yes. Yeah, and I will correct you, Mark. Mothers who, if you if you're the difference between, are you talking about like a job with a salary versus the work that it takes to also raise children. Oh, oh, all, all, and you know, all of the above. I mean, we know which one okay. is harder. I, I, we all know which job is harder. Right, but right, the fact, right. but the fact that maybe you do that <laughs> and yeah. and a job—that's that's that's the impressive thing. Yeah. No, it's 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 cool. I mean, I'm lucky that I work in sports. Obviously, that I have a job. I have two boys. Um, that now actually know a little bit about what I do and my husband's an antitrust lawyer and I cover football so <laughs> when the kids want to talk about somebody's job 90 actually 100 percent me yeah mom is way cooler than dad I mean have, have you had that experience where the kids are like so we need someone to come to school and talk about what we do They're like we'll take mom <laughs> yeah my school or their school hasn't done that yet but I'm pretty sure that that would be me for sure <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's well, what I do. It's definitely fun. You know, I just kind of lucked out, I guess, having to, you know, both my boys are like sporty, mixed sporty, play a bunch of sports <laughs> like they would watch. I mean, I'm going to be bad parents and probably let my kids watch a lot of football this fall and they should be, you know, exercising other parts of their brain in theory. But, you know, it's fun that we all kind of have that shared experience. Well, I was going to, is it a chicken or the egg thing? I, I like what came first? You, you have boys and then you're like, let's get into football. Or was it the other way around and you just lucked out? Like what, go back to the beginning and when did this all start? I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I'm basically six feet tall. My husband's a little taller than me. I mean, he played, I wasn't really much of an athlete, but I mean, I'm athletic enough to keep, I mean, he played basketball and baseball and, you know, uh, did pretty well. So it was probably our kids likely were going to be into sports. I mean, we didn't push it, but I will say my older son was wearing a Frank Gore jersey when he was like two weeks old. Oh, yes. (laughs) Well done. I mean, that's, that's, that's called good parenting. 
I right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were living in Washington D.C. and we're like, "Who is this twenty-one San Francisco? What?" <laughs> and to every person, I'm like, "Let me explain the power of Frank Gore." Yeah, you do not. If you don't get Frank Gore, you just don't get it at all. I, I don't know right. what to do with you. I mean, you. Yeah, I don't know. Right. So, so, so the boys are uh, the boys are eight and five years old, and and I love what you said a minute ago because I struggle with this also. The idea of uh, you know allowing them to watch a whole lot of football. We'll get into letting them get into fantasy. I've got a thirteen or a twelve year old boy who's now I think on year four of actually playing oh, okay. fantasy football, and and I'll be honest, there are moments where my wife kind of gives me the look like really. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, kind of, really. <laughs> yeah, is she, is your wife not? Um, no, she, she loves sports, but no, yeah, no, she's not, uh, she's not into fantasy football. And she's definitely not into our son watching fantasy shows when he's supposed to be doing his math. something right I um, know uh, I'm sure she's know. right I but but it, it doesn't mean that I I can help myself right I mean I don't know how you feel but I, I feel like you know I have something I can relate to my kids with you know I don't know like my kids happen to be into you know astronomy or now they're getting into math that's starting to get too complex for me so like here's the thing that you know we can we can relate to and like at least for a while you know I can be you know, they can look at me as if I'm an expert in something. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe if there was a, a choice B or choice C that was, you know, considered healthier in society, we I mean, we do do other things. We don't just watch. I mean, well, maybe we'll be watching football 24-7 until February. But, <laughs> yeah, we you know, don't. Year, we play baseball. We do other we do something other than sports sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I, I always look at. I'm like, you know, there are seven other months out of the year, right. and and right. and so there's all kinds of time for for yeah. the other stuff. Just just not right now. Right, right. So I think you know, at some point in in, in our, I mean, I you know, I don't know. I I haven't been a parent before these two kids obviously <laughs> it's a weird way to say it but you know what i mean like people tell you oh they grow up so fast and you don't like until you live it you don't really get it so but i i do feel like at some point where the kids aren't gonna want to hang out with me they're not gonna want to really just, just see that in older kids right <laughs> their their interest the way they consume football might be different just because of Techno- you know, they might just, like, do things on Snap or whatever, like, right. the new Snap is in five years. Well, I'm still, like, with my Sunday ticket direct TV. Um, <laughs> and then that might be a disconnect. So, like, for you know, I just want to, like, bottle this time and whatever we can do together and have this, like, shared experience that we're super into. And that's really, like, the fantasy football portion of it. Yeah, so along those lines, and I've been seeing the uh, the updates on Twitter <laughs> You, you, you. My, my live tweeting of well, my it's, it's, eight-year-old. I mean, it's just completely. Stuff. I related to it on every level. So, <laughs> so, so you hosted. You didn't. He's not just now. Is this the eight-year-old or the five-year-old or both? You, oh, this is the, yeah, this was the eight-year-old. Okay, the five-year-old so was up with other younger siblings watching some movie. Okay, so. so you hosted a fantasy draft with eight-year-olds. Right. 
Right. I, I, I mean, I have so many questions, but I, how how did this go? What the hell is wrong with well, me? Well, no, I, I mean, no, it's on the list, but we'll get to that later. But <laughs> but just let me start with like, how did it go? Paint the picture for me. What did this look like when when you opened up your door? Well, first of all, I live in the Bay Area, so I don't yes. have mansion. So I had to spend a lot of time like, oh, how the hell am I going to fit? Oh, wait, because they're going to come with parents. Right. Like, where's everyone going to sit? So we actually rented chairs. <laughs> <laughs> As if we were like hosting uh, a banquet or something. Yes. <laughs> so we're rearranging. We have a Peloton, for example. And I'm like, oh, that's going to go in a bathroom because I need that space. I mean, it was, uh, but we, we made it work. It was It was all good. Um, and then we got one of those, you know, old school, I had never played with this before. I mean, I, you know, I do all my drafts online. Like I think a lot of adults do. Sure. Um, so this, but this was, you know, uh, connect my kid, uh, Cyrus with, with his friends. He has a lot of friends in our local community from the different schools because he, as I said, he's like sporty, sporty, so he's on, you know, and it's, it's just a good, you know, it's a, it's a good conversation um, plus, it really teaches math. I don't know if you've had that experience. Well, that's a, your... that's that's an interesting thought. So what? Because they're looking at the big board, and you've got all the like rounds and points, and you're well. The draft. I'm just saying the the, the all, sport. The scoring. The yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, I, this is great. I need this. I need this, huh? honey. This is math. Uh, look, no, his I his, mean, <laughs> his team won by seven. Yeah, from football. there you go. <laughs> new multiples of seven. I don't know about the numbers, but um, I mean, I'm like all if if I if I was actually, I mean, I live in the Bay Area. I should be more techie than I am, but like that's the thing that I want to create is some app or program for kids to learn math through sports. I love that. I think. That is so. If anyone's listening that would like to, I'll do. Would, I'll would like to fund your idea. Yeah, you can I fund, think. You can fund my idea. I don't know. I don't know how to like do any of the tech engineering stuff, but I can do. I can do the social media. You got, there you go. You've, you've got the. You've got the headline and the social media. That's perfect. So, all right. So, how many eight-year-olds uh, with parents ascend on on your house? Is this twelve teams? 12. It was twelve teams, and we had. So, you know, we had some younger siblings that just wanted to be part of the mix, a couple older siblings as well. Sure. Because this isn't a thing that happens at every other eight-year-old's house in the community. And we just had such a range. So, yeah, I'll, to, sorry to backtrack. We did get one of those big board things with the stickers. And it was really interesting because, like, certain players got stickers. Um you know, like Jay Ajahi, people like that were free agents. And then, like, David Montgomery didn't have a sticker. <laughs> like, what is wrong with that? I mean, I'm not going to call out the company, but, like, come on. Yeah, like, get ahead. Of, like, don't make your stickers in in, in March. Like, come on. There's, there's stuff going right. on here. Right. So, and I, you know, I knew that I was going to need to, like, you know, have some beverages to deal. So I don't typically do this when I host, but I was kind of like, yeah, feel free to bring some adult beverages. So we had, you know, it, it was a nice situation for adults. We set up this long table for the kids as if we were, like, in a classroom. And parents brought their computer. But we actually had a huge disaster to start. Um, you know, I'm setting this up, you know, I'm like, whatever, the proxy to the commissioner, whatever, whatever I'm calling myself. I mean, I'm doing all the work, right? My son's getting all the, all the credit, but you know, and I, you know, and I'm like, oh, any, you know, cause we have a range of kids. Like 
we have, you know, kids that literally don't know who, like, Ezekiel Elliott is. And then you have kids that are, you know, have been playing fantasy with their (laughs) parents for, like, multiple years. Um, My son included in that. So, you know, and I'm, I'm sending these emails like, oh, pretty much like, oh, I have this background. I can help you, like, anything you need. If you don't understand any acronyms, yada, yada. And then we, we all go, you know, I set up the draft. And then it's, like, not working on oh. on the site that we used. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not telling you. Oh, it's so easy. You know, even if you don't know anything, like, don't be able to, you know, it's literally, like, the program holds your hand. It's so simple. <laughs> So now you're five picks in, and no one's heard of anyone already. Yeah, it was a, it was one of those things where like you could pause the draft because you know people didn't. Sh- this is obviously one of the perils of trying to host something in person. So I'm pausing it, and then you, you know the kids are like whatever they just want to eat cookies, and you know they all want to draft Patrick Mahomes or whatever. But they don't, you know, most of them are like already disengaged and like want to play basketball outside. But the parents are like in my face like you you know and then, at the, then you have the stragglers coming in that are like oh we want to like give you a hug and like talk about you know book club or whatever <laughs> and i'm like so stressed and they're looking at me like wait you banded yourself as like, some form yeah you used to be a fantasy expert what? <laughs> um, so yeah so long story short we, we went to a google doc we had to, I mean, this was this, you know, and I think ultimately maybe it was good for the kids because they had to like think a little bit more. Um, but we, yeah, we never, we didn't draft online. Wow. So Google doc. I mean, that's, that's straight like pony express right here. I know. Right. I mean, I was thinking, you know, I literally, I put like an SOS on Twitter. Right. Like, Can anyone help me? I mean, it was so ridiculous. Uh, all right. You, you started to answer some of my other questions. I did want to know, what did you serve? So you did, there were adult beverages for the parents. Yeah. What did the kids know? I guess we gave them something. We just got pizza. And then, you know, some people bought like cookies and stuff, but I didn't want to get them. I mean, they're, you know, that's 12, eight year old boys in my house. Like I don't need them completely hyped up on sugar. Well, right. And how long did they last? Because like, here, let me give you an example of, and this has been going on now for three or four years. So they were maybe maybe nine when we started. But um, my 12-year-old who's in a draft, uh, we allow the kids to draft the starters. So in other words, they, okay. get, they get nine rounds and they draft a quarterback and two running backs and two receivers and a flex and a tight end and a kicker and a defense. And you cannot deviate from that. If you've drafted five flex players, that's it. You're not allowed to draft anymore. And then when they get to the end of nine rounds, uh, either we auto-draft or the dads step in and go the rest of the way because they're they're running out of steam and they're all getting squirrely. And I'm thinking eight-year-olds, I mean, how many rounds did they last before people were flicking each other? Yeah, that's that's I like that, Mark. That's a that's a good idea. That's what I'm here um, for. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, there were about three kids by round four who were drafting for themselves and the rest were the parents. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I intended. Like, I wanted the kids to take ownership of it. Like, that was really the grand vision. But there's some really intense parents. I mean, I love them all, but, I mean, they were, yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. Listen, here's a moment I bet you experienced. Because I'm the same. It's a big thing amongst all the dads, like, let the kid make the pick. But but what about when the kid is about to make the pick (laughs) that you know 
is not the right pick. I, how, how, do, how do we handle this situation? Well, it was um, really hard for me. My, you know, my son has been riding my coattails for a couple years now in different leagues that I've been in that I've let him, you know, kind of help me with. I put that in quotes. He And because we, you know, we also didn't have the computer, which would say like S for suspended or inactive for a player who retired, for example. I was, I was so busy kind of playing like the host role and helping people and filling out the Google Doc that I looked up at my son's. Uh, board. Well, for, first of all, he picked Tom Brady like seven rounds too early, oh, boy. And, and he picked Tom Brady. Period. Yeah, Tom Brady. So <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady should just not be on your team this year. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, no, I mean, great. Like, you know, my son's like, well, he's the goat. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that he should be like your third round pick. Which right. It's not how fantasy works. You have to like right. apply strategy to different situations. But then it was so sad. I, I looked, you know, I'm looking toward the end or like in the 10th or 11th round. And in round eight, he drafted Doug Baldwin. Oh, dear. Like three months ago. Yeah. Well, you know what? I would make fun of him, but I drafted Andrew Luck. Um, you know, I did a draft about a week before the news came out. So, okay. you're, so tell your well, son. Better than a week after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell tell your son that that I too drafted a retired okay. player. Yeah, yeah. It was totally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Mark, it was really sweet because um, Cyrus was like, "Yeah, I just drafted him because I know, you know, we had him last year and the year before, and he always put up better numbers than he was supposed to." So it was sort of like a, you know tradition thing yeah like, all right i'm not i'm not gonna make you feel bad yeah not, now you're like oh you're, you're a chip off the old block that <laughs> proud mom moment um so how did this even sort of become an idea first of all is this year one for your son to actually be in his own league kind of um so we moved from new york uh what two years ago i guess yeah two two years ago and he was like super um you know just just had all these friends and you know they, they, we were in new york they're all wearing like odell beckham jerseys at the time it was not that long after like the famous catch and everything and it was just sort of a way for him to stay connected um it was actually his idea um i guess he was six then so i helped him put it together but that one was even more ridiculous because we had the, we had the most awesome neighbors but we had like one couple that was from was from France, had been here like a year and was, you know, barely spoke English, but they wanted to play. The other, you know, one only knew like, you know, was British and they only knew the other kind of football. And um, so it was, it was, you know, I helped him draft probably a little too much and he won like a lot. <laughs> so I, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to be very, I, I got to just be hands off this time. So this is, this is definitely the first time that he is, he is, you know, soaring on his own. Um, I I love this. And um, I also wanted to ask you this. Now, we've been talking about your eight-year-old son. You posted a picture of a, of yes. a finished team, and you, you sort yeah. of tagged it to your five-year-old. Is he, is he doing this yeah. as well? Well, he is now. It was a little sad for him. It's definitely, like, with my kids, it's like the five-year-old wants to do everything that you're doing. Sure. Like he, you know, he's one of these where I'm like, you're going to have no friends of your own because right. you're want to be i mean i guess it is what it is but um so my i've been drafting so my stepdad has been in a league for shit like a 
feels like a thousand years <laughs> and something more like, I don't know, 25 or 30. And he, for some reason, I just, the way he processes information, he can't like remember, he, he just doesn't really know football, even though he just watches the red zone every week, which I do think kind of like can numb you to football a little bit. You're just only watching that. Right. Um, but he, I've, I've been ghost drafting for him since I was in high school, and they just needed an extra team this year. You know, people that are like, these guys are up there, and, you know, some of them just, like, don't have it anymore. So that, you know, it's, but it's mostly been, like, the same group of guys for forever. Um, and so I just made up a team. You know, I was like, oh, can my, my husband and – um, my five-year-old, but then my husband like had to go on a work call. Got it. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of like drafting for two teams. It was a little. Well, was 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 your five-year-old sitting with you and and talking these yeah. picks out? Okay, so there's one. Yeah, pill- he would look, and I'd be like, "Oh, we should take you know Allen Robinson," or you know, I would give him choices, and but then my eight-year-old would come in with his really strong opinions of. You know, oh, you should take the, you know, Bears defense in the third round. <laughs> I'm like, Cyrus, just go. Like, let him. like, no, first of all, he shouldn't. And secondly, you know, please, like, go do something else. Go, go away. <laughs> well, I so I noticed that the, that team has Josh Gordon on it. So yeah. was there a conversation about risk involved based on, um, no, you know, drug use? Or what, what? <laughs> no. And, yeah, I really hard i don't know if you do you go through this with your kid of of i mean we had we actually had one um kid in 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 the eight-year-old draft and he took um kareem hunt and when they went home the parents were like yeah they kind of explained to him and they actually like they they picked up someone else on waivers oh goodness well no i i get that and that's different because he's going to miss half the year anyway and probably not play a whole lot when he gets back but my my son had his draft the other night and his very first pick uh because it's a very big league there's like 16 players or whatever and i think he was 13th or 14th or something exactly and he took tyreek and he immediately stood up and pumped his fist. He was so excited. He's like, I've never had him before. And I'm so like, I finally got him. And I just sat there and I just bit the back of my wrist. Cause I was like, I, I, I mean, what do, what do you do in that situation? Right. Right. I mean, my, yeah. Like my son took Joe Mixon and maybe the second round or something. And right. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I've done that actually on the football girl before I've done lists of like, you know, do not draft if you, care about these things but <laughs> really you, know, pulse, list, you right? know when you start really digging into the past like it's one of those things like you can do that but like you're also probably not going to do that well in fantasy well sure and then i always stop and think like the guys who have never been caught or or whatever they've got a supposed clean record um and i you know i don't want to feed the myth that that 80 percent of these guys are criminals is quite the opposite but my point is is i'm sure there are plenty of guys both in the nfl and out who uh who have spotty records and we just don't know so it's like oh, you, yeah. you, you know right like, like somebody on your team has probably done something bad in a domestic right. situation maybe and you wouldn't you wouldn't even know so it's it, it is kind of hard to police that but by the same token I do in fantasy, sometimes it'll be a tiebreaker on a player. You've got two good players. I'm like, who do I want to sit down and root for? And right. uh, and Tyreek Hill this year is not on that list. Right. Yeah. Right. 
I, I totally agree. I mean, it's, yeah, ultimately, like, it's, you know, if you're in some high-stakes fantasy thing, you know, fine, whatever. But the point is to feel some connection to the players. So, I mean, that this is what I, like, this is part of why I have my kids doing it. And also just, like, beginners who want to just get into football. Like, I, you know, given what I do, I meet people like that all the time. And I'm like, play fantasy. But I guess, yeah, try not to you know, draft abusers. Right. You, <laughs> but you do. I mean, it's, that's how it's going to draw you into the game more than like sitting down and trying to read the NFL rule book or something. Uh, once again, very good parenting, Melissa. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Uh, I wanted to ask you this um, and then I'll, I, I'll share what, you know, the same with, uh, with, with our situation, but um, what does the winner get in an eight year old, fantasy football draft well we're this this might be this might not be the best parenting but we did we're doing money oh gosh is that bad (laughs) well let me let me let me put it this way i am not gonna judge let me put it this way you just judge me it's okay (laughs) i am not no no no. it just it just surprised me that's all because here's the thing i know uh, we've got 16 dads in our league of 12-year-old boys. If there were money on the line, there's not a one of us that would be allowed to go if the <laughs> wives knew. Not a one of us. <laughs> wow, oh, I'm being gosh. so judged right now. I didn't realize that no, was no, no, no. It was but, more. It know? was more like wink, wink. Like I, I, I got you. I got you. And I'm, I'm kind of yeah, jealous. You... I'm kind of jealous. Is what it is. Well, it, so I, the, I mean, the rationale was like. I, you know, I I wanted to do like a charitable element to it, to Love be honest. It. Yes. And I've kind of encouraged that of parents to be like, let's take some percentage. And I think we're still doing that because there's a little bit left over because I didn't want to give too much. And I'm obviously not going to just talk to it myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was sort of the idea of like buy something, you know, either like right. academic or useful or something to compensate for the fact that you've probably been watching football. <laughs> Well, what are the uh, what are the eight year olds like? What's your son's favorite you know toy? What are, what are they into right now? I mean, my son's all I guess all about baseball cards. He's really like baseball's his top sport. Um, he loves it. He plays it. He watches it. Um, so yeah, it's really just baseball cards. There were these really. I'm so glad he's passed this this um, phase. But a lot of the kids at his school were playing with these things called squeezy mates. Okay. Are you familiar with them? No, I'm so not. Like, you know, a random, you know, it's it's an, an NFL licensed product. So it's just like a little squeeze toy that would be any NFL quarterback. Okay. And they cost like ten dollars each. And you don't <laughs> it's like a grout, you don't know what you're getting. It's like mis, you know, a mystery toy. Oh, okay. So it would always be like the thing I mean, he asked for this every day and be like, Okay, if you do chore, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z and then it was like Always either Tom Brady or Jameis Winston. Like, I'm like, you're not getting the best Jameis Winston. So, I, luckily, he's beyond that. Okay, he's beyond it now. But if you, if there were something like that, where you know you buy a big package of them as a group of parents, and you're like, winner gets this. You know that that might. Yeah, I, I guess just, we could have done that. Just oh, an wow. idea. Okay, next year. Just, just throwing it out there. I mean, again. No, uh, no judgment at all. Um, um, okay, the football girl. Give me, give me the background yeah. on this and and what it's all about. 
Okay, so I, um, I've had kind of a, I'm trying to think of like the condensed way to say it. So I actually started my career at KNBR in yes. radio, and then I was at ES, I went to ESPN for a few years, and then I was, I was continued in radio at ESPN. I moved to Connecticut. Um, I wanted to get on the TV side. It was just like, you know, more glamorous, more money. Yeah. So I, I kind of <laughs> created a job for myself over there and then like founded this, this is the talent producer department. Um, so it was a lot of like booking guests for Sports Center and NFL Live wound up being, you know, one of the things that I oversaw when I was there. So I was very, I, I was always into football, always, you know, entrenched, playing, like, like I said, played fantasy since I was 14. Um, I loved my job in at, at ESPN. I mean, in fact, I've had like a lot of jobs at ESPN. Right. But after I left Bristol, I like wound up writing for them and was did producing all these things. But um, I just got really entrenched in the NFL when I was there, and and because of that, got to know a lot of agents and players and team PR people and lead, you know all the things. And then when I left ESPN, um, which I still worked for them, but I, I just didn't want to be like, I was, I went when I was 24 and I'm like, I don't want to marry someone I work with. I I actually really thought I wanted to transition to politics and then move to DC and like within two days, like no way in hell. But, um, I just still was like pretty entrepreneurial and I just hated the way the NFL marketed to women. Mm. Like it's still not that great to be honest. Yep. But, like, they have this – I remember they had this site with um, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and it was, like, all pink, and it was just football 101. And all the teams – and a lot of them still do it. They they would call – you do football 101 for women. Now a lot of them will just call it football 101. Right. Like, why are women the only ones right. that like if you know, and especially a lot of those women would attend, and then it's like, well, they don't need to be in one hundred and one anymore. Right. Um, so I just wanted, you know, I have a friend of mine who is still a producer at ESPN. We had, she she actually had pitched writing a book, like it's just a book that makes this accessible for women and doesn't isn't condescending. And then I just sort of had the the you know business idea of the website of like let's just you know let's launch a website. Um, I didn't really have like. I mean, I actually did have more of a business plan, but I, I just wanted to create good content that was smart and more sophisticated that that also didn't feature like, you know, hot lady of the day or whatever. Like oh, all goodness. Yes. And all, yes. All this. I mean, I literally I went the other day to look at. Like, like I was reading something about the, the Chiefs. Like, I was trying to read something about like their their defense, the changes on their defense, and like the cover, the 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 photo that they used to lead the story was literally the cheerleaders doing the necklace. <laughs> so, um, you know that's part, but like that yep. still exists. Yep. And yep. It's just even the way you know, and and I knew there were women out there that had voices that that were doing cool things. I just wanted like a place where we could have unique features. To cater to women, but also like I'm still going to break down the games and you know so, so that launched and I was actually it was gosh maybe like four months later I remember I wrote a rebuttal. Bill Simmons at the time was still working for ESPN and he wrote in his weekly column he wrote this whole thing about how like women were ruining fantasy. Oh gosh, they like wouldn't let their men go to Vegas. 
because this was like, you know, male bonding time. Um, in his Bill Simmons way of saying it. And I like Bill, so I, but, but I wrote this like whole rebuttal. And then he just and it got the attention of people at ESPN. And then they reached out to me to, to they actually wanted me to sell the site at the time, but to work for ESPNW. So then I, I did that on like this kind of part, part, I guess like three quarter percent time. Um, had a, so I did that for a few years. And then I just was like always, you know, obviously concurrently doing the football girl, but also like having children. And, and then I, you know, I've, I've kind of done these like peaks and valleys of like, I'm doing something that takes up a lot of my time, but I'm still keeping it going. Like, especially cause there's a legit audience. I mean, we have newsletters, we have, you know, social media presence. Like there's people that really, you know, appreciate that this exists. And so, you know, we've had different kind of versions of it. Some really cool things have happened from it. We've had really great contributors over time. And um, and then, well, you know, one of the other things when it was sort of at its – not that it was at like a down peak, but I, I got poached by Sports Illustrated. Um, this was a, few, a couple years ago. So yeah. when I was their NFL editor for a couple of years. So, like, it was, it was still in existence. And then I, I just really missed it a lot. Like, I just, I, I always, you know, especially as a parent, I think the, the sort of I'm going to work for myself and, you know, whatever, like, cool random side things that happen for me happen, but I can kind of control my own universe and, like, still take my kids to, you know, soccer practice. Right. Like, that just works for me and not sort of, I mean, and I love, you know, ESPN, I, like I said, I loved my job. I loved working at KNBR. I, I liked working at SI, but I just. That just the lifestyle just doesn't really suit me. So well, yeah, so I'm doing this, and yeah, I think it it's fantastic. Yeah, life. yeah, fantastic, and uh, and I'm a big fan of all of it. And congratulations on all of it. But most of all, congratulations on getting through an evening with twelve eight year olds in your living room. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a. Uh... It's quite an achievement. <laughs> it <was> very traumatic. <laughs> right. What's that? So it's quite an achievement. It is. I should. I know. I should. Like, do I get some fantasy winnings for this, or I guess maybe a, I should get a trophy. You oh, should. Also, I didn't even mention earlier, like the big pick that my kid had that he has been talking about for a week was Jake Buck. Oh well, um, of course. That's that's always very popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been, and then all of his friends uh, now. When I've seen that at various things, it's like, how's Jake Buck doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is that is uh, that is really that. really high level comedy at that age. <laughs> right. It right. is. It so is. I've been hearing a lot about Buck <laughs> since having this draft, so I really do deserve a medal or something. You really do, Melissa. Thank you so much for doing this. That was a blast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.